today on Transforming when Lives. When Jesus died and rose again, he promised the disciples and he promised the believers that he was going to send the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit was going to come and to abide and live on the inside of them. And the Bible tells us that on the day of Pentecost... Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Amen. Let's stand. I want us to read verses uh, 15 to 21, from verses 15 to 21, Ephesians chapter 5. Are the kind of two we'll all read together. One, two. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourself, I mean speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. We pray that you will glorify yourself in our, in our lives and in this place. Minister unto your people. Give them hearts to believe, minds to understand, and wills to obey. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. Amen. We are continuing our series on the communion of the Holy Spirit. The last time we ministered, we share with you on the fourth principle of the works of the Holy Spirit, and that is the third, we talk about the, third, the three persons of the Trinity. Um, we share with you four ways how the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit work together. They, are, they work together in redemption, they work together in unity, they work together as separate, three separate persons, and the Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father. Today we want to teach on the fifth principle of the work of the Holy Spirit. And that is how to be filled with the Spirit. Or how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We want to share with you five ways how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We will look at... Um, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is an occupancy. We look at surrendering your all to Jesus. We look at the evidence of salvation. We look at the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit. And we share with you that the, the whole idea of being filled with the Holy Spirit is a work of the Holy Spirit. It's what the Holy Spirit himself does. Amen. So let's go ahead and let's look at each one of these um, carefully. So number one, 
To be filled with the Holy Spirit, we need to know that it is an occupancy. Say it with me, say occupancy. Occupancy. And the idea of you being filled with the Holy Spirit is for the Holy Spirit to come and to live in you. Amen. For him to occupy you as uh, um, the temple of him. Amen. And um, in the Old Testament, we share with you that in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came upon different people in order to, to um, um, minister to them and to give them, um, came upon them for special tasks, special reasons, special purposes. He came upon people like Moses and um, Elijah and Elisha and Gideon and David. Um, he came upon them. Um, in order for, for, for him to accomplish his work in their lives. Um, but one of the things that we need to understand is that in the New Testament, the difference between the Old and the New is that the Holy Spirit comes to abide. In the Old Testament, he came upon, it was God's sovereign will, God did it sovereignly in order for a particular tax. After that tax was done, the Holy Spirit left. All people who disobeyed God, they found out that they, they, the Holy Spirit had to leave them because he couldn't continue in their sin and their disobedience. But in the New Testament, after Jesus died and was buried and promised the, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes to abide. So the difference, the main difference between the old and the new is a change of relationship. Say it when we say change, change. of relationship. Uh, Jesus spent three and a half years with his disciples, training them um, concerning how to serve God and what to do, um, uh, um, how to love God and how to, 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 to uh, uh, honor God in ministry. And he spent three and a half years with them. But when Jesus died and rose again, he promised the disciples and he promised the believers that he was going to send the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit was going to come and to abide and live on the inside of them. And the Bible tells us that on the day of Pentecost, he, uh, the Holy Spirit came and manifested himself to the disciples and he endured them with power from on high. Now the Bible tells us that on the day of Pentecost, after the Holy Spirit came, Upon the disciples, Peter opened his mouth and preached, and 3,000 men gave their lives to Jesus. Now, it has to take the power of the Holy Spirit and the equipping of the Spirit of God to move on the hearts of people to convict them for them to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that we as ministers or as servants of God in 2 Timothy 2.15, the Bible says we need to divide the word of truth. We need to study to show ourselves approved so that we may be able to divide the word of truth. But it takes the Spirit of God to open our understanding and reveal God's word unto us so that the word of God can be effective. Amen. You see, whatever the Holy Spirit does is that he uses the word of God, the instrument that he used to bring conviction and bring uh, 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 convert people is the word of God. He uses the word of God in order to expose our hearts and expose our lives so that we can get convicted of sin 
and come to a saving knowledge. And the Bible says in Acts chapter 2, 3,000 uh, uh, persons said to Peter, what shall we do uh, um, concerning, uh, um, uh, um, concerning what, what Peter was sharing about Jesus? Amen. It took the power of the Holy Spirit to bring about their salvation. The Holy Spirit uses the word. The Bible tells us that the word of God is seed. He uses the word of God in our hearts in order to expose us so that we can be able to experience the power of God. You see, the word of God is life. The word of God is, uh, uh, um, has the power within itself to germinate and transform those, but it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to illuminate that seed and cause the seed of the word of God to grow and blossom so that we can experience the grace and the power of God. Paul said it this way. He said, when I came to you, my speech and my preaching were not with enticing words of men's wisdom, but with the demonstration of the spirit and of power. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. You see, it takes the demonstration of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit to bring about God's will and God's plan. Now, when we get born again, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are born of the Spirit. We are born, we are born, we are given a new nature by the Spirit. And it is the Holy Spirit who causes life to come into our hearts. As we yield to the Holy Spirit, our lives are transformed, our, we are regenerated as we surrender ourselves to the Holy Spirit. Amen. But in order for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to allow Him to come into your heart and take residence into your spirit. You need to allow Him to come and you uh, yield yourself for Him to fill your life so that he, you can become the temple of God. Amen. As you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit and surrender to him, he fills your life. He fills you and he begins to work in you. That's what we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit coming to dwell and to live in you in order to take uh, um, and empower you for the work of God's ministry. Amen. You see, the Holy Spirit comes to occupy. He comes to give you new strength. He comes to give you divine strength. He comes to give you holy boldness. He comes to give you power to do the work of the ministry. He comes to allow the fruit of His Spirit to, to flow through you. He gives you the power to heal, the power to deliver, the power to set people free. He comes to work the work of God in your life when he can baptize, fill you with himself. Amen. It is important when we read in Acts concerning the New Testament church, we see that over and over, the Bible tells us that the believers yielded themselves to the Spirit of God and allow him to come and to fill their lives. The Bible tells us in um, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 to 27, the Bible says that Jesus uh, uh, um, is the, 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 the head of the church, and Jesus is working in us, 
because he loves the church. He wants to make sure that we are not going to be a powerless church. He wants to make sure that he is able to, to bring us to himself and present us to himself as a glorious church. And so what Jesus is doing by the power of the Holy Spirit is impacting and infusing our lives so that we can experience all that God wants us to experience. Say hallelujah. The second uh, um, uh, um, way or reason or that you can um, experience the power of the Holy Spirit or be filled with the Holy Spirit is to surrender all. Say surrender all. Say it, say it with me again. Say surrender all. Or to turn yourself and all that you have to Jesus. You see, if the Holy Spirit will occupy your life, you have to give your all to Jesus. The Holy Spirit, God is not looking for something from you. He's, he wants you. You have to surrender all. Say amen. You see, as a Christian, when you are born again, you have the right to experience or to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is vitally important for you as a child of God to embrace the gift that Jesus has given unto you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is a second experience. It is not the born again experience. It's different. Being filled with the Holy Spirit, being baptized with the Holy Spirit is different from the new birth. It's different from you being born again. Amen. It's actually allowing the Holy Spirit to infuse you. In fact, in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18, Paul said it this way. He said, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, what, 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 if you look at that, the, the, Paul used the, the passive, the word, the, the verb to be. He used the passive voice. He said, be filled. Say, say it with me. Say, be filled. Now, notice he did not say, you go and get filled. He said, be filled. That means receive the filling of God. Now, what does it mean? It means that you are, you are going to yield yourself and allow God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, to saturate your life and infuse you with his love, his presence, and his power. So that you can do that which God wants you to do. It is all about surrender. Think about it this way. If you have a house, or many of us live in homes, and your house has different rooms. And so if you invite a guest into your house, um, obviously you will take your guest to your living area or your living room. And depending on how much you trust the, the guest or your relationship with that guest, you will open your house out to that person. And then you will give, expose them to many other rooms in to that person. Amen. And in the same way with the Holy Spirit. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are born again. Jesus come to live in our heart. But our lives are not automatically transformed. Um, in a sense, when I say automatically transformed, I'm, I'm sure you are born of the Spirit. But you, the Bible says you are born again and you are a brand new believer. You are like a babe. Amen. And just like babies have to grow 
You have to grow in your walk with God. Amen? And the more you yield to God, the more you experience more of God, the more you grow in the things of God, the more you open rooms to God, the more the Holy Spirit fill those rooms and take over those places. The more you expose yourself and allow him into the different places in your life, the different uh, 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 areas in your life, the more he fills those areas and he takes control of them. So if you do not yield all that you want to yield to God, if you only have God just in your uh, uh, public life, then God cannot affect you. You cannot experience the fullness of the Holy Spirit because you are not yielding all to God. You need to surrender all. Say it with me. Say surrender. Surrender. All. The Bible says be filled with the Holy Spirit. That means you are the one who is receiving the action. You are the one who has been overwhelmed with the Holy Spirit. Now the word that is used fulfilled in, in, in Ephesians chapter 5, there are two Greek words that are translated filled there. One of them suggests a filling up. That means just like you would take a picture um, full of water and have a glass and fill the glass with the water is a filling up. And so when the Bible talks about you being filled with the Holy Spirit, the Bible is saying that you need to be filled with God. Amen? Now imagine you being filled with God. When you fill a glass with water, you, 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 that glass is filled and you can use the, the water. Amen? And that's, that's one aspect of the filling. Amen? So on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit showed up, the Bible says all the believers were filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? That means their lives were full. Amen? And the Bible says that they went and they did what they did, showing that God had filled them. The, the people around saw what had happened and they recognized that they were filled. Something had happened in their lives. Now, the second aspect, the second word that is used in the Greek for filled is not only are you filled with the Holy Spirit, but you are also filled with his presence and with power. Say amen. Say amen. amen. So, so being filled with the Holy Spirit, if, 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 uh, uh, um, you, you, you fill a glass with water, amen, you can see the glass full. But the, the, the water in that glass has a power to do something. Amen, there is a, a, a particular, there's a manifestation of just not the glass being filled, but the, the, there's a power that comes out of it. Amen, and the Bible tells us that God wants to fill you, but God also wants to empower you so that your life, can be seen that God can demonstrate and manifest his grace and his power in and through you with the presence and the power and the manifested power of God. When God does that, he produces life, a new life, and he produces powerful life through the person and the power of the Holy Spirit. Now the question that you may ask is, how 
Do I know that I'm filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, there will be a new walk. There will be a new life. There will be new values. You will produce, uh, your, your speech will be different. Your, 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 your conduct will be different. The way you handle yourself will be different. The way you interact with people will be different. There will be a newness of your life. And then also, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, there will be a power that radiates through you to perform the things that God wants you to accomplish. You may say, okay, well then, how do I experience or how can I know that I'm filled with the Holy Spirit or how can I be filled with the Holy Spirit? We just we mentioned uh, uh, one aspect of it is the whole idea of surrender. Say surrender. Now, to surrender, you know, um, it's, it's, it's like uh, um, one good example is like swimming. Okay, in order for you to learn how to swim, you have to surrender. I mean, you have you have to surrender, and basically to surrender, you I mean you have seen a lot of people who can swim, they they swim on their back, and um, I, I I read recently about a man who was teaching his son how to swim, and um, when he put his son in the water, his son would go down. He put his son in the water, he would go down, and then his the father turned around and began to pet her, and then the father told told his son to turn around and he said to him, he said, you do not have to try to swim. You just have to give up to allow the water to hold you. That's what being filled with the Holy Spirit is all about. It's you, it's you allowing God to hold you. It's yielding, surrendering all to God. You say, Pastor Obi, that may be simple. Yes, it seems simple, but you need to surrender. You need to turn yourself over to Jesus. Now, this is very critical because if you miss this portion, you will mess up everything. If you miss the part of surrender, you forfeit everything. Okay? Because it's not what you do is how much you yield. Hello? Amen. It's not what you do, it's how much you yield. You know, even as I was studying this, you know, I was asking myself, my God, I need to yield more. Because it is actually how you yield. God is not, the Holy Spirit is not looking for what you can give Him. He wants you. And most of the time, that's one of the most challenging things that we face because we do not want, we always want to be in control of our own lives and for everything we do. And instead of allowing ourselves to yield, we want to be in control. And so we do not yield completely. But if you would be filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to yield. Say to your neighbor, say you need to yield. Say so you need to surrender. You need to surrender all. Not some things, but all. And not another thing, but yourself. The Holy Spirit wants you. Say Amen.
Say Amen. I gave you another illustration. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is, remember I talked to you about the glass, but what if I take that same glass that is full and I put it in a bucket of water? Is the glass full? Talk to me, is, is, is the glass full? If I take a full glass of water and put it in the bucket of water, is the glass full of water? Yes. Right? The glass is full of water, right? The glass is full of water. The glass is in the bucket and the, the water is... Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm -hmm.